Summit Compliance Evangelist, and I'd love to welcome you to week four of one month operationalizing your compliance program. This month, I'm proud to have as my sponsor, Oversight Systems. Some of the key points for Oversight's FCPA automatic transaction monitoring solution are that it provides a clear advantage to be able to monitor all of your transactions over an extended time horizon versus one transaction at a time, multiple sample-based approach. This longitudinal style analysis derives insights across employee expenses, expense reports, attendees, purchase orders, and merchants that can be difficult to uh, see with traditional audits. Oversight's library of FCPA analytics takes a risk-based approach to identify anomalies that may suggest compliance or FCPA concerns. Actions taken to review and resolve potential FCPA risk using built-in workflow are automatically documented and logged by the systems. This provides a document, 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 or defensible audit trail that demonstrates to internal or external stakeholders that there is a proactive monitoring of business transactions and the corrective action that was taken on those potential risks. The automation that Oversight provides around data acquisition, data analysis, and tracking, and the communication steps to resolve issues significantly lower the cost of compliance. Clients often see a reduction of 50% or more in effort when they are using the Oversight tool versus their previous approaches. Oversight can op operationalize your compliance efforts to monitor your travel, entertainment, and procure to pay at a price point which is affordable and a time frame that's achievable. Finally, while there's no guarantee that you'll be able to prevent bad actors from circumventing controls, with insights on demand, the oversight tool, you'll have a best practice approach to identifying possible FCPA violations in travel, entertaining, entertainment, and procure to pay. In this final week of one month to operationalizing your compliance program, I'm going to look at tone in an organization at the top, in the middle, and at the bottom. I'm going to look at operationalizing your compliance program through compensation incentives. And finally, I'm going to end with information on operationalizing your compliance program by putting it at the center of your corporate strategy. I hope you've enjoyed this one month to operationalizing your compliance program, and I hope you will join me next month where I take up one month to better third-party manage. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 19, Compliance Leadership from the Top. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs, prong two, it states, conduct at the top. How have senior leaders, through their words and action, encouraged or discouraged the type of misconduct in question? What concrete actions have they taken to demonstrate leadership in the company's compliance and remediation efforts? How does the company monitor its senior leadership behavior? How has senior leadership modeled proper behavior to subordinates? This requirement is more than simply the ubiquitous tone at the top, as here the Justice Department wants to see a company's leadership actually doing compliance. How can senior management operationalize compliance going forward? Lynn Payne, a Harvard professor, has come up with five critical uh, issues or areas that can be important in establishing an effective integrity program and setting the right tone at the top. Number one, the guiding values of the company must make sense and be clearly communicated. Number two, company leaders must be personally committed and willing to take action on those values. Three, a company's systems and structures must support its guiding principles. Four, 
A company's values must be integrated into normal channels of management decision-making and reflected in the company's critical decisions. And five, managers must be empowered to make ethically sound decisions on a day-to-day basis. Whatever the size, structure, or market of a commercial organization, top-level management's commitment to bribery, prevention, and compliance is likely to include the communication of that stance and appropriate degree of involvement in developing prevention procedures. I have a client who, CEO, after I described his role in a best practices compliance program as the following. You want me to be the ambassador for compliance? I immediately answered yes. So what are some of the things that a CEO can do as a combat, as an ambassador of compliance? Well, it can reject the do as I say, not as I do mentality. Since I'm from Texas, this is a big one. You can't just talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk of compliance and integrity. Next, become involved and oversee the creation of a written statement of a zero tolerance towards bribery and corruption. Obviously, appointing and fully resourcing with both money and headcount a chief compliance officer. The DOJ has frequently spoken about that. Oversee the development of a code of conduct and written compliance program and implementing it. Ensure there are compliance metrics on all key business reports. Provide leadership to middle managers to facilitate filtering of the zero-tolerance message down throughout the organization. Not only having a whistleblower's line reporting or speak up culture or channel, but celebrate it. The CEO should be involved in that celebration. Keep talking about doing the right thing. And make sure you are seen as senior management, providing your chief compliance officer with access to not only yourself, but the board of directors. Martin Beagleman, in his book, Building a World-Class Compliance Program, Best Strategies for Success, gave some other specific items that a CEO or senior management can do. I really like this first one as a lawyer. Keep a copy of the Constitution on your desk. Well, for compliance, the Constitution is your corporate code of conduct. So keep that on your desk and be seen using it. Clout. Make sure your compliance department has the authority and influence to actually do the job of values, integrity, and operationalizing your compliance program. Make your senior executives accountable. Have them report on what they've done to comply, uh, further compliance in their business u- unit at senior level meetings. Have both sanctions for violations and incentive programs for doing business in compliance. Obviously, do as I, don't do as I say, do as I do is a great example. Turn down an expensive dinner or trip offered by a vendor. Pass on a gift that you may have received. Turn down a transaction based on ethical considerations. For a CEO, you need to continue to be seen to be a student. Be seen at company compliance training. Take a day day or two course to attend a compliance conference outside your organization. Celebrate compliance. You should recognize outstanding compliance efforts company-wide with awards. How about on the board? Here, senior management can recruit a nationally known compliance expert to sit on your board. Independent review. Obtain an independent outside review of your company's compliance program. 
with vendors. You can mandate that all vendors in your supply chain embrace compliance and ethics as a business model. If not, pass on doing business with them. And then finally, network. How about having your CEO talk to others in your industry and your peers about how to improve compliance? How about having them talk and give a keynote at Compliance Week or SCCE? There's many ways that a chief compliance officer can be used. One of my favorite is used by Centerpoint Energy. Uh, An example uh, comes from Centerpoint Energy where the CEO, after the Volkswagen scandal of all things broke, called the uh, compliance function and said, I want to do a video about our corporate values and how this would never happen at our company. Now, Centerpoint Energy is simply that. It's a utility company. So there's many things that a CEO can do, do to become involved. There's many things that you can measure. Many companies struggle with some type of metric which can be used for upper management regarding compliance and communication of a company's compliance values. Uh, you can... Have a CEO post company-wide emails or other communications on a quarterly or some other uh, routine basis. You can have the CEO direct reports then be required to cascade this down. This would be one metric that you can use. A CEO is there for you to use, and you should use him to operationalize your compliance program. But remember, the Department of Justice is going to be grading you on that. So what are the three key takeaways for today? Well, first of all, senior management must actually do compliance. You've got to walk the walk, not simply talk the talk. Two, use your CEO to talk about current events and how those ethical failures are lessons to be learned for your organization. I go back to the example of Centerpoint Energy, where they did a a utility company in Houston who did a whole video, a short video, uh, less than five minutes, but it was around the cultural failures at Volkswagen and how he would not allow that to happen at his company. And finally, use your CEO as your compliance ambassador. Have the CEO bring this topic up at corporate meetings or when the, goes out in, when the CEO goes out into the field. Have your CEO talk to other CEOs. Have them go to conferences. Have them present. Your CEO can be a great ambassador and can really help you to operationalize your compliance program. I hope you've enjoyed day 19, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 20 of one month to operationalizing your compliance program. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of How to Operationalize Your Compliance Program. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help in our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.